Just imagine if you took that effort, right, that you would put into this big elaborate prayer at church or praying at church, and you're like, I'm just gonna do that with God, right? I'm just gonna give God my energy and nobody else has to see that. Pray in secret and your father who sees you in secret will reward you. Like if there's a promise there, like if you go to God secretly, not around everybody, not in the flash and with everybody else, but you just go to him, that he's gonna reward you in secret. Howdy, I'm Jason. And I'm Riley. And welcome to the Meet the McAllisters podcast. And in this episode, we're talking about why you should stop praying. We're talking about specifically in the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus says in uh, Matthew 6, 5 through 7, And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received the reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Man. I'm supposed to be praying, not at church. Like, I have to do this outside of going to church? Well, not yes and no, okay? <laughs> there is a caveat here. It's really easy to read that and go, oh, yeah, well, we don't have synagogues, so, like, whatever. Whatever. But I just want to ask you, how many times have you gone to church? And when you pray at church, that is the first time you've prayed the entire week. There have been so many times that I've gone to church, and the first time I prayed, that I know that makes me a terrible Christian. I, I, I'm just going to be, I can be the terrible Christian for everybody. I'll say it since nobody else will. There are times I have gone to church and that has been the first time I can remember consciously praying to God that week. And why in the world would I think that's okay? During Jesus' time. I don't know, time, Jason. Why do you think it's okay? Because I'm a dirty sinner. Okay. <laughs> During Jesus' time, there were these Pharisees, right? And we get, we really like to tag into the part where it says they pray at the street corners, mm -hmm. but we forget the synagogue. Okay, Riley, what was the synagogue? It was their church. Right. It was their equivalent of a church. They're, when they gathered and met, that's where they met, right? At the synagogue. And so you're talking about these Pharisees who love to pray in the synagogues. But their prayer life in private wasn't exactly uh, where it needed to be. But how many pastors love to go on and on and pray at church? I think of, it's funny. I'm not saying that Riley's grandfather doesn't pray. I don't know. But every time that we go and eat, he prays for like five minutes. We're all just sitting there like, can you please just... Sometimes I, my grandma, she's like, amen, we're yeah, done. Like, God is good, God is great, Lord Jesus bless his plate. Like, come on, like, move on with it, right? Like, how many times have you been in church and you just I, I want to read people? the next verse down. So Matthew 6, we just read 5 and 6. We're going to read verse 7. It says, And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. Pray like this. And then it goes on to talk about the, the Lord's Prayer. And and to me, when we break that down and we say, don't heap up empty phrases, that's because in this time, the Gentiles were just coming and saying these elaborate words, bringing all of this emotion and drivenness to their prayers. Well, what was happening is that they thought, okay, well, if I can pray these big elaborate prayers, then these people will give me money, then they will like me, then they'll care about me more. When truly what Jesus is saying is don't do that. Come or to your father. They thought if they said the right words that the gods would be like somehow yeah, obligated they would open, to, yeah, to, do, what to they do what they want. And that's not the case. Jesus says, come to your father who knows what you already need. Not what you want. Oh, that's the caveat here. Not what you want, but what you need. And when you pray for what you need, God will give those things to you. When you humble yourself, when you come to him, hum humbly saying, God, I just want to what you want. 
God, teach us to do your will, for you are our God, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And that is what we should be doing. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, I remember when somebody brought this verse to me, and he's like, I think that means that you shouldn't pray at church if you haven't prayed throughout the week. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. What are you talking about, dude? And then I remember reading it and being like, ooh, maybe this really does. And and it's a hard lesson, right? The Sermon on the Mount, it's the, that time where Jesus is giving kingdom values and it's just, it's hard to grasp some of the things he says. Man, guys, if you haven't prayed all week, like really gone, right? gone into a private room alone with God and prayed. And I, we haven't even gotten to the fact that God will reward you in secret. I, you know, that's a whole thing. But like, if you haven't prayed throughout the week, maybe that really means that God doesn't want you to pray at church. You know, we had another video where we talked about why God doesn't hear your prayers. And this could be one of those reasons. Like maybe the reason God isn't listening to you at church is because you're not ever talking with him during the week. That'd be like during date nights, I was like, yeah, let's talk, let's talk. So, and you know, can you give me all these things and yeah. do all these things for me? But there's this verse that talks about how when we pray to God, a lot of times God won't answer us because we're only praying for what we want and we want God to hear us. And that's not the case. God wants us to come to him and, and just be his friend. He says, go away from me, you doers of iniquity, for I never knew you. If, if you're only praying once a week, if I only talk to Jason once a week, he's not going to know who I am. Mm -hmm. He's not going to know what's going on with me. And so eventually it's going to say, go, Jesus will say to you in the last judgment, go away from me, you doers of iniquity, for I never knew you. Does God know who you are? I'm not saying that you're not saved. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like this is just a, hey, let's check ourselves. This is a, hey, Jason and Riley, let's check yourself. Do you actually know who the God of the universe is? And does he know who you are? Or are you just praying because you need something? I mean, just imagine if you took that effort, right, that you would put into this big elaborate prayer at church or praying at church. And you're like, I'm just going to do that with God, right? I'm just going to give God my energy and nobody else has to see that. And I think it's this crazy thing of like he says, pray in secret and your father who sees you in secret will reward you. Like if there's a promise there. Like if you go to God secretly, not around everybody, not in the flash and with everybody else, but you just go to him, that he's going to reward you in secret, right? And that, that secret part is important because he's not going to give you something that is going to, you can tell everybody else about how great and holy and righteous you are. He's going to give you something in secret. Mm -hmm. Something that's just between you and the Father because he loves you. And there's that, again, that relationship component mm -hmm. of he's going to give you something that only you and him can share, yeah. right, for that relationship. And I just, so practical advice in this, hey, if you haven't prayed this week, Maybe pray. Just pray, just turn this video off. That's going to like shoot down the click the rate or the attention rate. But just like, just turn the video off and go pray. Yeah. Just and go talk to God about what's going on. You don't have to have all the right answers. I feel like that I go to prayer and I'm like, God, I don't have anything to say. Well, you know what? Just say, God, this is what's going on in my life. God, this is where I am. These are my feelings. Because guess what? He's a real and a living God who cares about who you are and where you are in your life. If you're going to church this week and you haven't prayed, don't pray. Don't pray. Don't pray. <laughs> we just told you to not pray. Yeah, I know. Don't that's pray crazy. at church. If you haven't prayed this week at home, do yourself a favor. Don't waste God's time and your time and the church's time. Just don't pray. And take that energy and put it into your prayer life the following week. Yeah. All right. So, hey, if you have found this content helpful, click the videos next.